Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Here we go. It's hour number two of the G-Bag Nation. Usually we do NFL news of the day here. We have a division around survey and some football conversation uh, happening right now in the G-Bag Nation. You know, it's uh, it's always nice during a football Friday when you can hear from Stephen Jones. Uh, but it was at the end of the line this week, and they'd made that clear that if they lost the game, it was it was going to be the end of hearing from them on a weekly and, and maybe, uh, you know, until we – Get back to the next uh, you know, regular season or, or Oxnard, I suppose. Well, uh, hold on, guys. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, guys. Oh, my goodness. Good afternoon. It's not Stephen Jones. It's Steve Jones with us in studio. Steve Jones. Steve. Brian? He's in the building! Man, it's uh, so Happy unexpected to have you here. Football Friday. You guys been hard at work these last five days getting to work on this roster? Well, we're, we're out here uh, shooting right now. You know, we got Jerry over there, Shabo, uh, Steve, John Stevens doing a good job over there. You know, guys, it's it, it's always 365. Shooting uh, what? Talent acquisition. Just just out in duck season. Oh, you're, oh, du- you're, you're duck, duck hunting this week. They're duck, duck hunting, huh? You know all about that there, Brian. So I guess the off season's treating you pretty nicely, Steve. Well, we're all we're all disappointed, but you know I think you got to give Green Bay a lot of credit. You know that's that's a good team over there. They got a lot of good players. Uh, we like our guys too. Um, certainly, it, it didn't go the way that we wanted it to, um, but you know we're we're going to go ahead and attack this off season. We got Mike back. Mike's had a lot of success here. Uh, hopefully, you know we'll see what happens with Dan. I can't really talk about that just yet. But uh, the good thing is, guys, and, and, and you know this, and, and this is important for our fans, we draft really well. And, uh, you know, Brian, you, you know better than anybody. Uh, and, and we've drafted a hell of a lot better since you got the hell out of those doors. But <laughs> oh. we're, we're going to get back to the drawing board. Damn, and, Steve. Uh, Damn. You know? Steve, I, 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 hey, I admit it. Yeah, I, I probably didn't do a very good job for you. I, I apologize. But you didn't execute, Brian. And, and we didn't execute on Sunday. I know, Steve, but it kind of feels like if there was just one more quarter, you guys, you guys would have had them, man. You know, <laughs> we mounted a hell of a comeback there. I think you guys all saw that. I think you saw the way that Dak Prescott went out there and and threw that football, and and Badaz and and our offensive line started to really come together there in, in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and if we had had, you know, sixty minutes wasn't enough for us. If we had had about seventy minutes there. <laughs> I think we, uh, you know, I think we would have given, given them fits, Com- giving, them, giving them fits out there. Maybe a competition committee thing this off season. Could we get, could we get an extra ten minutes in a game that feels like it's starting to go our way now? Make a seventy minute ball game there. You covered a lot of ground. You <laughs> yeah. covered a lot of ground. <laughs> I'm just spitballing, you? Steve. I, I really, I feel good about the direction you guys are headed after right, the way the, the way the offense got rolling in that fourth quarter. You know, I feel like that's that's momentum you take into next season. Absolutely. You know, uh, certainly Dak and, and CD were not on the same page. No, no question about that. Uh, they didn't execute, but the execution started there in the fourth quarter. And and I think you make a good point. We'll bring that up to the competition committee. Uh, we'll we'll get ready uh, there for for the Senior Bowl coming up as well. We'll scout them out. 
And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. 365 talent acquisition. That, you know, that's what it's all about. I heard our own Mike Bassick talking earlier, and he pointed out that in, in five of Dak's seven playoff starts, he has failed to hit 90 yards at halftime. What's the issue there? Is that well, concerning? Execution. You know, it, it, it's it's not always about how you start, it's how you finish. And I think, boy, did, we, we did a good job of finishing. <laughs> I saw that fourth quarter. You got to execute in the first 30, but... I, I think we did a good job, and there's a lot, a lot of room for improvement, guys. I think we all know that, but credit to take our hats off to the Green Bay Packers. Big topic on our show is is running back, and obviously you guys have made a big commitment to that between Zeke and Pollard over the years. What you, how much do you have budgeted for running back coming up uh, this offseason? You know, I don't want to get into that right now. Um, when it comes, you know, we're, we're fresh off a loss. and uh, Still emotional. It, it, you know, that's why we're, we're taking some time. Probably um, over 10 mil, though. We, we've got all that stuff, uh, kind of a five-year plan laid out. You know, you, you know we, we got to pay Micah. we got to pay CD. We've got this stuff kind of earmarked for people. Uh, hold on, my AirPod just, my AirPod just fell out there, so. <laughs> Uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll look at Tony in the offseason. We'll figure this out. Front runner COO Steve Jones with us here in the G-Bag Nation. What about Micah? We were all kind of wondering, did he disappear more on the field or in the locker room in the post game when he avoided talking with the media? Well, you know, guys, I'm, Micah's disappointed. My, Micah's disappointed just like the rest of us. And uh, You know, Micah's going to talk about that on his podcast. <laughs> And you guys like that. You guys encourage that. His brand, he's doing his thing business-wise. Mike yeah, you're is killing big on it. The business, right? Off the field, it feels <laughs> like he's in his bag. Ryan, you know all about that business, all right? Yeah. And uh, we're, we're, we're going to try and, you know, get back to the drawing board. And uh, just a- execution is really, I think, the bottom line. And, and Micah knows that better than anybody else. We, we did not execute. Take our hats off to the Green Bay Packers and, uh, and, and Jordan Love, and we'll be back at it next year. Thank you, Steve. Thank Thanks you. for sending in here and answering the question. Good afternoon, guys. Always good being on with you. Great to have you, buddy. That's off, Steve. See you in Oxnard, sir. Thank you. There he goes. At the end of the day. <laughs> At the end of the day. I was not expecting that, you know, after uh, after the week that we've had here. Yeah. Man, Steve took a shot at me, though. That's okay. He's right. You know, they have gotten better since I walked out of that door. <laughs> that was a crotch yeah, first. Like, yeah, I don't I don't think Steve said it at the end of the day quite as much as he usually does, though. That might have been a mess up on Steve's part. That crack of the joke on Brian there, though, that was that's the type of joke you make when you are going into round two of the playoffs still standing. You know? Yes. Yeah. Uh, but okay, <laughs> you know, you be punching, punching up in a huge way there. He, they are drafting really well, though. They're just scrambling last year. to deflect in any way at this point, I feel like. Brian was the victim of that. It's good to know, though. Yeah. Multiple ways to skin a cat there, Brian. Multiple ways. It's good to see them distance themselves from, you know, it's a long season. Sometimes you just got to get away from it a little bit. So Yeah, the duck hunting is important, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Do some of your best thinking in a, in duck, a blind. In a duck blind. Okay, well, uh, let's let's get to the team still standing then, gentlemen. 877-881-1053. If you had to pick one underdog to win this weekend, it's very easy to go chalk. Of course, hey, of oh. course the one siege should win. Of course the home teams should win. Um, I mean, everybody's sort of staying away from Bill's Chiefs in terms of trying to make an accurate prediction. That feels like the closest to there. Mahomes on the road, whatever. Um, oh, I'll, I'll pick that one, though. I got I got two for you. I, I think both Sunday's games are are upsets uh, according to the point spread I just I don't I don't think what the Buccaneers have put together here late in the year is getting enough attention and I think Detroit is nice but it's it's not like they're a world beater type team I think those teams 
are are pretty dang close. And as much as we like to see Dan Campbell get his viral moments, I think we've seen the last one of the year. I think yeah, Detroit and Damn. Buffalo are both going down on Sunday, boys. No, I'm I like my that. Money where my mouth I is want too. Bills Lions I, I like in the that. Super Bowl. Yeah. I feel like uh, I'm sorry. Mm, Damn yeah. it! I, think, I would like either of those two teams. Right? That'd this, be fun. Yeah, yeah, that would be amazing. <sighs> Having the Bills and Lions. I think so. Two just, teams that have never won it, just kind of lovable losers. Mm-hmm. Both fan bases I mean, right, right there. Yeah, and and look, I think that anytime you get Mahomes in the Super Bowl, that's also fun. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't mind that as a backup contingency plan. But uh, I don't want to see the Packers or the damn 49ers in that thing. No. Okay, but what what's your Houston, underdog pick? Houston. My underdog pick, I think I am leaning Houston in this. In Houston, the, Houston's been playing playoff football for the last month of the season. Mm-hmm. Their quarterback's on a... A big time heater. They got a defensive coordinator, a head coach, defensive coordinator that knows. I mean, trust me. You know, coming from San Francisco, he looked at that San Francisco film, you know, and kind of, kind of figured some things out there. Maybe that, maybe some of the stuff the Forty ers I know the 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 Ravens had some moments, but their on theirs was on defense. Maybe there's some things that he kind of can figure out watching, or he'll know talking to San Francisco guys what not to do. This is what we tried to do to attack. The Ravens and it didn't really work out that way. So I think you'll get some better, better ideas from that. Tampa went toe to toe with Houston in uh, November fifth matchup, thirty nine thirty seven. It was a shootout. I mean, I, I just think there's a lot of the championship pieces still around there in 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 Tampa. They can defend. The only thing they can't do is really run. Uh, but if Baker Mayfield yeah. plays well, I think they go to Detroit and win. Yeah, I mean the the. Todd Bowles defense and the blitzing and if they're able to pressure golf that all of a sudden you know he becomes a different quarterback we know that and so with with Tampa and and Bowles and the way they dial it up there with all the different exotic blitzes and stuff I mean that could that could get a little weird on you for sure if you're Detroit Uh, but I, I do think it's interesting Broadus and Walchuk going with the Texans there that scares me a little bit seeing as Baltimore's my my survivor pick of the week. I, I just think Baltimore is playing, I mean, all season long. I know the track record for Baltimore under Lamar Jackson is get yeah. to the playoffs and then fumble fart it. Yeah. But I think you're either talking about rookie, you know, first-time playoff quarterback Lamar Jackson, or you're talking about banged-up Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Uh, and right now, this is rested, healthy Lamar Jackson in an offense that is like, I feel like it's just an offense that has an answer for everything. Now, they don't have Mark Andrews. He's not going to actually end up playing. They they call them up from IR. He, I guess he did some practicing this week, but he's not actually going to play for Baltimore tomorrow. So they don't get the Mark Andrews boost there. But Isaiah Likely's played really, really nicely for them. And I just think, like... The, the Baltimore offense, when you go from, okay, you you, ha- you did a nice job versus Cleveland last week, who's got all, you know, one one wide receiver weapon and then Njoku. Now you're talking about a Baltimore offense that is so much more than that. I mean, it's real. Um, the the fact they haven't scored much in their playoff games, you know, should be of concern. I'm I, The reason I did not take Baltimore is I want to see them prove it before I'm I'm ready to put my survivor cojones on the line. Totally understand that. Totally understand that. There is a risk involved there, but I do think you're talking about far and away the best defense in all of football at home and a, yeah. and the, the, the legendary kicker of Justin Tucker. Even if Lamar Jackson has one of these games where it's not MVP Lamar Jackson, that defense, that kicker at home, I just need you to win by one. Yeah. Uh, but I think there's a chance that you could win by a lot more when you've seen Baltimore go toe-to-toe with all these good teams this year, great teams this year, yeah. and just beat the heck out of them, dude. Yeah, they're number one 
one in in offense and defense. I think we had that stat yesterday. Every other team has at least made it to the Super Bowl, uh, if not won it. So, yeah, I mean, Baltimore should be a heavy favorite. It, it's all, they don't have Noah Brown. Noah Brown's now hurt, so all the pressure's on Nico Collins. I think Marlon Humphrey's also dealing with a calf injury, so his status might be a little up in the air. So Ronald Darby would be his replacement. I was reading that uh, McDonald likes to play a lot of quarters coverage. Yep. And that's something that Nico Collins, when he's able to go deep, they've really been able to feast on that. Bobby Slowick in that offense has been able to dial up some some beaters for that type of coverage. So hey, it, it's going to be a fascinating matchup. I mean, does the CJ does CJ Stroud able to find a way to piece apart that secondary? Because I I do think it's going to be a challenge to slow down Lamar Jackson. We'll get our first look at Dalvin Cook in a Baltimore Ravens uniform. Does he do anything? Yeah, and uh, you guys mentioned it, but I saw Landry Locker, who covers uh, all Houston sports uh, down there in Houston. He was uh, he was talking about Baltimore and their two most dominant, impressive defensive performances came against San Francisco and Miami, and now you have a different iteration of that San Francisco. You know, San Francisco, Shanahan, and then McDaniel and Miami, similar deal, and now you got Slowick coming from San Francisco. You know, Baltimore has gone toe-to-toe with those two types of offenses this year and absolutely had their way with them. So, yeah, what does Slowick do with that information? What can he yeah. change there? Or does it matter? Is Mike I, McDonald and this Ravens defense just just too much to handle for everybody right now? I just feel like the, I feel like the Texans are really well coached. I think they have they an under, understand. I, I, I am thinking that I'm giving them a chance just because of the Ravens history in the playoffs. Yeah, and, and you're right. It seems like that's what the, that's the vibe for all of you guys because obviously yeah. when you look at these two teams, Baltimore should Baltimore's be winning better. this football oh, game. Absolutely, but should. you get to the playoffs and weird crap happens. Yeah, that, but you've been right though about uh, Lamar Jackson rookie and then being banged up. He's you know him being and healthy. Also, he's he has not played well, and their offenses were much more limited. Yeah. This yeah. version of the of the Ravens is like. Tell me what you want to take take yeah. away from me, yeah. and I got something else yeah. for you here. We're not just run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, throw to a tight end. They're so much more wide open than that. So uh, I'm I'm feeling good about Baltimore. They're a nine and a half point favorite, but my gosh, I'm gonna have egg on my face on Monday if that doesn't go my way. Um, okay, is is it Lamar Jackson that has the most riding on like in terms of the quarterbacks involved here? Is he I, the I one think, like with the most pressure? You would say I think Lamar won uh, because he's about to win two MVP awards. Yeah, and then if you go one in four all time in the playoffs, there's a lot of pressure there. And then two is Josh Allen because I think Mike made a great point earlier. You finally get this game at home in yeah. Buffalo, and Mahomes and the Chiefs have kind of been your nemesis. And last year it was Burrow that went into Buffalo in this round and was able to knock you out. So if Josh Allen and the Bills aren't able to take advantage of, okay, you went to Arrowhead and you beat them to be able to host this playoff game at home, when is it ever going to happen for them? I, I kind of feel like it's Brock Purdy. And and I feel like it in a way of like, if, if you know, if the Packers go in there and kind of force him with some turnovers and all that and the Packers find a way to win that game, now you know what's the question's going to be about San Francisco. You know everybody's going to every everybody feels like San Francisco and Baltimore are the two best teams. But if you had to say, well, Baltimore and San Francisco played again, San Francisco would figure out a way to beat them. I think there's a lot of pressure on Brock Purdy not to pee down his leg in this. Yes, game. yes, because everybody knows San Francisco. I mean, the the knock on Purdy is he's just driving the bus. Everybody for, feels like San Francisco's coming out of the NFC. Yeah, to go to the Super Bowl, they have expectations, and he is yeah. the one who's playing on the Mr. Irrelevant contract. Yeah. Josh Allen been paid. Lamar yeah. Jackson been paid. Okay, the the element of getting paid, the paid I element. See there. that, but I also feel like J- Brock Purdy's being disrespected, and nobody believes in him. Like you just had Amy Trask go on air today who formerly was with the Raiders, Raiders in yeah. their front office and said that 
we have seven great quarterbacks and then Brock Purdy. I just don't that wasn't think, a butt cracking. No, that was not a butt cracking. Wow. I saw the audio. I saw oh her say goodness. that, which is shocking because Baker is on yep. his fourth team and he's included yep. in those seven great quarterbacks. And Baker's on a very good run. Would Brock Purdy have the Bucks in the uh, in the playoffs right now? This far, I'd say no. Baker, he's a moxie guy, bro. Mm. He's a put the team on my back. Let's let's get some game day salt sniffing going and let's just go freaking win this thing. Yeah, and then go drink an eighteen pack. Yeah, that ain't Brock. A throwback. Uh, I don't think so either. I, and I, I, I need to see Brock Purdy tested, uh, yeah. you know, in different situ- situations before I'm ready to crown him as a, you know, really good player. Uh, I, I think what he's done so far is pretty dang amazing, though, and it's got to be really exciting. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.